your friends. My name is Jennifer and welcome to this episode of Prosper Always. Okay, we're on a series called Awaken My Daughter, a calling from our Father in Heaven to step into our identity and our destiny as His daughters, to represent Him on this earth that we are ambassadors of the Kingdom of Heaven. Okay, so we have been on this journey understanding that we're called, we're commissioned, that we're chosen, that we're part of God's family, and that he loves us and has need for us for his purposes to bring heaven to earth and to release his plans on this earth. So today we're going to look at Isaiah 62, um, starting in the middle of verse 2 through 3. And this is one of my favorite verses. I'm so excited to share it with you. So it says, You shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. And you shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Okay, a royal diadem is a jeweled crown. So think about this, right? That we'll be called by a new name, which God's going to give us, and that we will be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, a jeweled crown in the hand of our God. Wow. Like think about how precious that is, right? That the a golden crown, a crown um, to be used for his purposes and the beautifulness between as we understand our identity, that we understand who we are in Christ, that as he calls us as his daughter, That when we fully understand beloved daughter, that name that he calls us, that then we step into our inheritance and our destiny in him. Okay, so I talked about Susan Whitlow's art um, a couple weeks ago, and I have another piece here um, called Crowned. Okay, I love this piece, and I hope you can see it. So what's so amazing about this piece called Crowned? is you see the crown here, right? And you see the different colors of the jewels, but you also kind of see this flowing down, okay? So we talk about the armor of God. We talk about how that, you know, we have the helmet of salvation, that as we come to Jesus in repentance, in salvation, and we are called by a new name because now we are named in the family of God, that we are called a beloved daughter, a beloved child of God, that we are given a crown, that we're now a crown in the hands of God. And that from this cleansing and repentance, that then we are crowned, but we also have the bridal veil because we are also the bride, the beloved bride of Christ. And that our helmet of salvation is both armor, but it's also bridal intimacy representing that we get to be part of the future bride of Christ that we are now in heavenly places, but we will someday also become the bride of Christ. And so from this place of intimacy, our inheritance is also revealed as well as protection. Think of under the veil. I talked about that a few weeks ago. That in a relationship with Jesus, we can go under the veil with him, that we can be protected by him, but also where we receive the intimate revelation. Okay, think about a wedding ceremony. And thank you, Susan. I love the crown piece. So think about a wedding ceremony. I talked about this before, that when the bride has her veil, 
she really can't see what's going on. And that when the veil is lifted, she's in front of her groom and all she can see is him. That all the worries, all the stress, everything is just a distant memory. And she's not even seeing all the people around or anything the enemy's doing right in our lives that we can just have eyes for Jesus. So I love that part of this picture of the veil. But going back to the crown, the jeweled crown, a royal diadem. Okay, my friends. When I saw this picture of the fact that God has given us a crown, I saw like the sapphires and the emeralds and the amethyst and the ruby, these four different colors. They also reminded me of kind of some really amazing women in the Bible, right? You have Esther kind of representing the amethyst and that she has this purity and favor and the strength that she had in royalty to be a queen. So as God's beloved daughter, we have this royalty that is given to us to have access to the throne, to ask whatever we desire and the favor to receive it. Okay, then we have the sapphire. And the sapphire to me represents Anna in the temple where she worshiped God, where she prayed and fasted, where she had access to Jesus through intimacy, being a worshiper. And that then she went out and saw Christ, after she saw the Christ child, her worship brought her into the presence of God where she saw Jesus. Then she became an ambassador and told everyone that she could find about the Jesus that she saw. So we have the you know crown and we have the amethyst, which is our favor and our identity as a royal child of God. Then we have the sapphire in the you know other side, which represents our worshiper heart, that we are priests unto God. We're both king and we're priest. And then we have the emerald. Okay. The emerald to me represents Ruth. Think about Ruth and her story that God redeemed, you know, the story of Boaz, where she lost, where she couldn't have a child because her husband had died. And then she she's faithfully um, follows, you know, her mother-in-law. And then the redeemer Boaz comes and he restores um, under her by marrying her and redeeming her. And then she has a child. And from that child, actually the lineage of Jesus. Okay, so the green representing new life, new birth, that even in the places of our life that the enemy has stolen and there's death, where there's actual death, where there's divorce, where there is a miscarriage or death of desires and dreams and ministries, where there's just been sickness and delay, that as God's beloved child, as his daughter in the crown that we are given in salvation, that we have this new life, new birth, that we can access to be co-creators with Christ. That's amazing. Okay, so then the last gem that I saw was the ruby. And for me, the ruby represented Deborah, the fire. She was a warrior, okay? So Deborah the prophetess that she was this strong warrior um, for her people, that she was a leader, she was a judge, she was a prophet, but she was also a mom. And that she was able, and a wife, that she was able to do everything that God had called her to do successfully and with honor and to bless her people. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know about you as a, as a working mom, also trying to have a ministry and serving at my church and having friends that sometimes I can feel pulled in so many directions, right? Except God has also given us this gem. And I feel like this gem is like fire or passion or being the warrior that we know when to step into these different roles. 
that we can step into the role um, of creating new life like Ruth, and we can step into the role of just all that our intimacy with Jesus as the worshiper, that that can give us life and rest like Mary at his feet or like Anna the priestess. And then we can go into Esther and Esther just knew how to intercede. She knew how to um, just fight off the enemy, but she also had direct access to the king. And he said, I'll give you up to half of my kingdom. And I love this beautiful analogy, right? Going back to this picture that in Christ Jesus, when we're part of God's family, that through salvation, we have access to being a crown in the hands of God, but that it's also the gift of a crown that he has given to us of a new name, that we can step into our royal like Esther, that we can step into the Anna priestess worshiper, that we can step into um, being like the friend and the mother and the new birthing life like Ruth and the warrior and the prophet and the leader of Deborah. And yes, God has our names and he's called us to. And these are just examples of women in the Bible. And you can maybe have your own examples that God's given to you. But these precious women are our sisters before us in Christ, beloved daughters that were able to, one, understand their identity in God and two, fulfill their destiny in him. And the Bible, it was significant enough that the Holy Spirit wanted us to know about them. And even some of them have their own books like Ruth and Esther right? They have their own books of the Bible. They're important. God loves us women. And when we step into who we are in him. So I just want to bless you and encourage you with this, my friend. Yes, you are a daughter. You are a child of God. And yes, you have an earthly calling and an earthly family. But I don't want you to forget that God, he also sees you as a beautiful crown. And that in this crown, in this new name that he wants to call you, name of daughter, but also your own personal name and the names that he wants to liken you to. Like for me, sometimes I feel close connection to Esther that, you know, he just wants to bless us by being like the warrior and the royalty and the, and the worshiper and the priestess and the leader that he has called you to be. So you're not in lack. You have everything that you need in Christ Jesus. And when sometimes that's hard for you to understand, just like in this verse, it says that you're a crown of glory in the hand of God. That's so amazing that our life can be a crown that we can, you know, like in Revelation, elders throwing their crowns before God. That is not something that we exalt in and of ourselves because we definitely didn't earn this crown. But God, as co-heirs with Christ, as citizens of heaven, as family members, God gives us his crown, his glory for us because he loves us and he wants to be part of his family. And then that crown, we then take and lay at his feet and say, it's all for your glory. Father, it's all for your glory. Jesus, I want to be your inheritance. Let my life be your inheritance, Holy Spirit. Just fill me with everything in Christ Jesus that I have access to through adoption that I might bring you all glory as the God of my life. And so my sister, my friend, I hope oh, that you are encouraged today, that you also realize in the Holy Spirit is awakening in you to understand all that you have access to by being part of God's family, by being his daughter. So I want to just pray for you today. So God, 
Heavenly Father, just bless my friend, my sister in Christ, that they would know how much you love them, that they would see themselves as royalty, that they would see themselves as a priest in heaven, as a worshiper, that they would see themselves um, as a as a um, mother like Ruth, that they would see themselves as the friend that she was and just all that she was able to birth, that where there's been miscarriage, where there has been death of dreams and desires and delay in their life of promises. God, I pray that you would go now, that you would bring restoration and that you would redeem all things in my friend in Jesus' name. And I also pray for the Deborah anointing to come forth in my friends that where they need to speak out, where they need to be bold, where they need to be a leader in their families and in their communities and in their churches or ministries or with their children or wherever you have called them, God, I pray for the boldness and the passion and the fire of Deborah to be on them now, that they would just shine and beautifully represent the different facets of who you've created us to be like gems in a crown before you. And that, oh God, you get the glory. It's all for you. God, that we would be your inheritance, that we would bring you pleasure, that we would be for your glory, that we would be the reward, the beautiful bride that Jesus came to purchase and redeem as our Boaz on this earth. So God, do it in the name of Jesus. All right, my friends. I hope you're having as much fun as I am on this series called Awaken My Daughter. So join me next week as we learn to abide in God's love and prosper from the inside out.